Welcome to Women Leading the Way radio show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Berquist, your host of Women Leading the Way, which are amazing women on this show. Um, and I'm delighted that our topic today we're going to be talking about, I've never heard this before, so I can't wait for us to unpack it, but we're going to be talking about the three levels of marketing. And it is my sincere pleasure to welcome our leading lady who has been on this show before, as I recall. Um, I'm going to introduce everyone and all of our listeners to Laura Hendrickson, who is the owner of now called Empower Me Marketing. And I love that business name, Laura. So say hello to all of our listeners. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I got to start with the first thing because I know you've totally rebranded. And I remember I recently I've just seen your new business name and I'm like, ooh, Empower Me Marketing. Now, those are powerful words together, but I know there's a story behind it. Do you want to share the whole kind of like idea here behind the new brand and the new name? Because I like you. Yeah, you know, I believe that I was really thinking about um, kind of my gifts and talents and what I bring to the table and then who I serve and what it's really all about. And through my journey of doing marketing and all of the different people that I've supported over the years, so often I have taken somebody from a concept in their head on a napkin or whatever it is and transform those ideas into a whole brand, developed websites, created marketing strategies. So it was really empowering them to take their dream into a reality, a state of reality, and start a business. And that was just so exciting to me. And so uh, when I was looking for the, the words to use for my brand, um, there's a process that I do in regards to going through kind of what questions are being asked on Google around Empower um, and then finding out kind of keyword phrases and then matching that mm. up against um, kind of what the actual search engines are saying about those different um, keyword phrases. So that's where I came up uh, with the whole brand itself, and that's part of my process in helping people. Uh, to really um, choose their URL and choose their brand name, and then we go from there as far as the creative and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Well, well, it's very empowering, and I say that kind of like sleight of hand here, but I'm like it's very – it just goes, ooh, I want to be empowered. And it's like, you know, everybody always has questions about marketing as a business owner, but – I love that. So anyway, I just wanted to say that. So empower me marketing. I love it. Um, I know mm -hmm. we're talking about the three levels of marketing today, and I'd yeah. love to hit on them, but I, I'd like our listeners to know just the extensive 
longevity you've had in business. I know you, I mean, again, I've been in business 30 years, right? So, I mean, business has changed so much in 30 years. I mean, can you just kind of share um, a little bit of, you know, just the longevity that you've had in business? I mean, you've really um, evolved over the years, if I can say that, you know, knowing you as long as I have. And I know I didn't know you even before when we met each other for the Ocean Open Marketing, but tell tell our listeners about just kind of like the key points of what got you to where you are now. Well, I think the journey started with, you know, in high school and college, you're, you're kind of exploring who you are. And uh, naturally, I've been an artist most of my life. And then I got into kind of that creative space of doing graphic arts, I actually went to college for graphic arts. And um, interestingly enough, as I as I progressively used that particular skill, I realized that it wasn't going to give me quite the lifestyle that I wanted. And so um, going in and out of being an entrepreneur, I, you know, that's having my own company and then working for an ad agency. And in those ad agency environments, I was seeing the kind of the different shapes and areas of what an agency really is and how the hierarchy of, okay, here's, you've got your owner, you kind of um, executive uh, people dealing with client side of it. And then the creative side and really kind of the full picture of what marketing could be. And in that I was like, okay, well, let's, let's see if I could transform myself into more of a marketing strategist and progressively, that's what I've done. But in the process of becoming a marketing strategist, I've also recognized that running your own business is much more, it's much different than being in your business. And that's where we get these three levels of marketing because they're so often, um, whereas we venture out on our own, we start wearing all these hats, including the marketing hat. And um, eventually, we have to kind of choose how we spend our time. And that's where, you know, you start recognizing what are your gifts and talents? How can I work in my genius? How can I run my company versus wearing all the hats? And that's kind of where yeah. those three well, levels of marketing come. It's amazing. I mean, and again, you know, just we could just turn the on button on with you a few times. It's like you really do have a lot of, of good knowledge and experience behind you. So let's kind of hit on the three levels because you, you, the thing I wanted to come across was you have a lot of years of experience and even in your corporate background about marketing and, at, you know, from the agency perspective, which I think is valuable, you know. I mean, that's you're paid to be able to do what you do for stuff. But now I know you focus primarily on small business owners. But what what's the first level of marketing and just what does that mean, you know, when you say the solopreneur entrepreneur as the first level? Well, so many people are in that position where, um, A, the technology has just been, um, has moved so quickly from the last even 10, 20 years. So, Ultimately, we've all been having to adapt to the Internet, and then, of course, there's these new platforms, and there's so many people out there that saying, oh, I'll train you or do it yourself, oh, it's so easy. And I think, you know, a lot of times somebody may not have – they may be tech savvy uh, or they're tied to go into this whole do-it-yourself mode of marketing. And then, you know, they may say, oh, well, I've got my cousin or my brother who can build the website or, 
you know, they have a family member or a friend help them um, in the sense of, okay, well, now I've got my personal assistant. They can do social media. You know, and so you've kind of got this piecemeal level one of, all right, I'm getting something out there. I'm, I'm front of mind, you know, and they really, you know, that's kind of the extent of it. They're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm doing my part with marketing. And they don't really, you know, go to a mentor per se, or sometimes if they do talk to an agency, it's just like, oh, no, I, I don't have, you know, a monthly retainer for anything. So they just kind of stumble <laughs> along and, and try to do the best they can with what they have. And some people, you know, naturally kind of hit it and they do great. Um, there's other people that, you know, they spend hours and hours and hours learning new stuff and trying to do this and that and, and or they just don't have a creative bone in their body or they just really just don't want to do it. Um, so it's it's one of those things yeah. where, you know, you can either get kind of trained on a few specific things for a strategy or you can kind of delegate it to people. I mean, there are things like Fiverr and Upwork that people can utilize other, you know, uh, inexpensive um, solutions for their strategy. But oftentimes there's not a cohesive overview of it. They don't really know how they're doing. They don't know what a conversion is. Um, and they they don't really even know, like, how successful their marketing is. is. So, right, and then of right. Course well, go, yeah, yeah. And go back a second, because I'm like, okay, let's like educate our, our listeners. What's a conversion? I hope I know, but I'm going to play dumb and say, what's a conversion? Well, a conversion would be something where like you have a form, uh, an email form on your, your website, and somebody puts in their email. Uh, so that you have captured some bit of information about them, whether that's their email, their phone number. But ultimately, it's somebody that's taken that first step that they're interested in what you're doing and they want to know more. And so it gives you that opportunity to nurture them, connect with them. Um, you know, to some extent, uh, if somebody likes your Facebook page or likes your uh, Facebook post, you know, in a lot of ways, those are leads, but it's very time intensive to follow up with them unless you've got kind of that next level CRM and then there's a process or some other little trigger that happens, you know, once you've captured somebody's information. Right. No, I, I love this because only, you know, I mean, marketing has changed so much. And I want to keep to the three levels because I've got probably a gazillion questions to ask you about, but what, you know, for a, so solopreneur and entrepreneur is the first level. What's the second level then? And I, I love that you said in the, when you do it yourself, like one of the goals in doing it yourself is definitely to have others support you and, and, you know, kind of grow up a little. So is the second level that your business is starting to grow up a touch (laughs) and now you have a different focus? Yeah. You know, um, ultimately it's, it's becoming more knowledgeable about how marketing works. Uh, it's you're getting a little closer to really identifying, you know, what it is you're offering, who you're marketing to, where are they, you know, whether it's, you know, depending on age or demographic stuff, you kind of know where they are. So you know where to go to find them. Uh, you start having a strategy basically. And, um, you know, if you pick one platform, if you pick LinkedIn, it's like you, you know that that's where your people are. So you kind of go and farm that particular platform. 
and you create a little bit of a strategy where it's like, okay, well, everybody that looked at my profile, um, I need to welcome them in the door because they, it's like if I had a storefront, that's like them walking in my store. So if you're not saying hi and thank you for coming in on LinkedIn, when somebody views your profile, you're basically missing out on a new customer. So this right. is the sort of stuff where um, ultimately you you just have a little better sense of having a marketing strategy and possibly it moves all the way into actually maybe having somebody help with that strategy and paying on a monthly fee for that support or coaching. You know, I love that. And I, you know, I think when you're a small business owner, right, as opposed to being a one person show, right, the band leader Mm -hmm. of a solopreneur, I'm curious if you in this level could talk a little bit about just the sheer overwhelm that I see so many small business owners, including us, like including CWI as an association. There's so many choices right now on what you could do on social media or with, you know, digital marketing or, um, you know, even the funnel process. And, you know, then how does it feed in and how many forms should you have? And I mean, it's just, it's crazy. How, what advice would you give any of our listeners that are small business owners and how to kind of target in a little bit? Because there's so many choices and so many things to do. How do you kind of do what's best for you and your business as a small business owner? Seek advice or are there some tips you could give us as small business owners just and not feeling such a sense of overwhelm of what all the things we think we should be doing. And I hate that word should. Well, and that's really where, you know, when I come in and do a consultation with customers, specifically small businesses, I really try to have some quality questions for them in regards to, all right, so far you've been in business, you know, who is your best customer? Who is your ideal customer? It's like, who do you just love working with? You know, what are they, you know, and really define the demographics around that one person and really kind of identifying them as what we call the avatar of your business. And once you've done that part of the puzzle, you go into, you know, what do they really need? Because when you find out, and are really super clear about what they need and exactly how they transform or change because they've been working with you, that's kind of a magic formula for creating that core offer. And once you have that core offer, you can start developing your entire marketing strategy around it. And it's that's the one thing when you get into the upper levels. It's like that's the sort of steps that you take in order to create that funnel, this couple different marketing strategies that push people into that funnel. Because once you start talking to that specific avatar, that person, you're actually talking mm-hmm. to a group. And they all, they just get it. I mean, they, they feel like they get you or that you get them, basically. And then they're just attracted to that because it's like, oh, my gosh, oh, you totally understand what I've been going through for the last six months, three years, <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> and I yeah, no, right. You, you get in their head. It's, well, yeah. well, I'm, I'm curious on that because I see so many small business owners even struggle with that, right? Who is, who is their avatar? Who is their target market? You know, and, and the, the kind of like crazy word where I think all of our eyeballs go to the back of our head is when someone will say, Oh, anybody is my customer. I'm like, Oh no, no, no. But how, how, you know, what, 
advice would you give of some tips on people really identifying, like what is, how do you identify your target market? Is it based on, you know, things that they say? Is it that, you know, do you develop a pro, an avatar as a profile, right? Kind of share a little more of how a business can develop a target market or what you call an avatar. Well, for instance, I've gone through this process many times myself just because it's like, okay, how can I get clarity? How can I choose? What, who do I really want to work for? And mm-hmm. um, as you know, I have a, a passion for volleyball, uh, but I also have that passion for just empowering, empowerment, empowering. So ultimately for me, um, the the coaches and consultants that I've worked with are – um, they've been in their industry for, you know, 20 years or so. They have an established business. They, um, the other thing I was thinking, well, I really like health and wellness. So it's, it just kind of it helps me gravitate towards the people that I naturally click with, connect with. Um, I do my own studies, time research with these types of people. So I just I know them because I – do similar things to them or I'm I'm reading about them or constantly you know studying about those particular topics. So that stuff has really helped me in regards to honing in on okay, these are the types of people I want to help and you know maybe they're getting up in age and they haven't developed their business to the extent where they can either sell it or um it's not systemized to the extent or maybe even just their marketing isn't systemized to the extent where they've created a residual income or uh, encapsulated business that they could sell at the end of the day. Like that stuff, that's a business side of my brain that works. And I'm like, Oh yeah. When you can (laughs) sell your business at the end of the day and it's, it's got value and, and it's systemized in a way that like you can go on vacation and it still works even if you're not there. um, That's the stuff that really excites me. So helping people have, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, it excites me too. And it's like, I just wanted to chime in on that one. Hey, real quick, I know you're in, you're take a breath, because like we need to do just a quick sponsor break. And then I want to continue all this so we can wrap up on the three levels of marketing, because we haven't talked about the yeah, third absolutely. one, Laura. So real quick, you got we're going to recognize okay. one of our sponsors. So Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. Um, at Microsoft, Their mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. We believe at Microsoft Microsoft, that technology can and should be a force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and partners. So Laura, back to you on this because, you know, I, I, I want to go to the third level unless there's anything because I cut you off on the second level of marketing, no but any yeah. final thoughts on those small business owners and the avatar and it's, it's hard, you know, and I think the more you can get inside the heads of your potential customers to know how, you know, they think what their, what's their concerns, what, you know, I know people say it all the time, what keeps you up at night, but it really does kind of, it's a game changer because then you can use those wonderful words that say we get you and it, it really makes a lot of sense. So awesome. What's the third yeah. level? 
Okay, so the third level is when you are um, either understand marketing well enough, but ultimately you have automated your system. And this is where, you know, say you have at least one offer that you know is your solid offer and you've backed it out all the way to, you know, you have three pieces of marketing, whether that's content, it's an event, it's uh, social media or newsletters, YouTube channels, you know, all these things are kind of out and creating awareness for you, but they all lead into a landing page that welcomes people, uh, initiates that kind of like, who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? Really identifying that and then moves into different pieces in this funnel where they get to know you better. Um, they either co- actually connect with you. They, they tap into some kind of um, free or, you know, up to 297 offer where it could just be that initial like, okay, I'm going to watch a webinar. I'm going to go to a small event. I'm going to download this tip sheet, uh, things like that. And then those are those people that you capture their information and you can nurture them and continue to build that relationship. And then once you have that and you've got, this is where these conversions really come in because you know that, okay, you're doing these types of marketing activities. They're going to your uh, base offer or, kind of that lead generation offer, and then you're stepping them into another secondary program or your full package, whatever, you know, however quickly you want to get to your full, like this is my core offer. And with coaches and consultants, it's often, um, you know, it is some sort of retreat or course, online course. Um, It's uh, a speaking engagement. You know, there's all these things that the people do that really capture and help them help their customers know, like, and trust them essentially. And then mm-hmm. they convert those into sales and into, into new customers. So all of those pieces, all the way to the sales call is what we see as, you know, the automated marketing sales funnel. And you can like- build these things so that you don't have to touch it. In a lot of ways. I mean, yes, you have to kind of approve your content or approve the strategies and keep track of the numbers and all that stuff. But once you've got that down and it's automated, it's like, okay, you know that it's converting at a certain percentage for each step of the way. And you know that it's converting so that you get those sales calls. That's where the magic is because it's um, ultimately you just start pushing advertising to it at that point. And then you can turn it up or turn it down, however busy you want to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I've heard this. I know we're, you know, for even our business, we're part manual, some automation. You know, it's, it's hard steps to get to. Like when you think of that for small businesses, is it really turnkey or are there, like it's a, from what I'm thinking, and again, we're not where I want to be on that either, but you know, it, it seems like a painful process, is it? Or is it just you got to have the right, you know, do you have to have a certain amount to invest to get to the next level like that? Is it, you know, reasonable? There, I'm not even sure yeah, what there are, you. There are definitely um, scenarios or, or parts of that puzzle where you do and will need to do some testing. 
and some testing elements will only last for so long, but um, it is it is kind of, you know, how do you find those magic keys that really work? And then once you get, once you find the key, how long does that key last? Because some can just continue to work forever and others kind of have a life of their own. And that's where kind right. of fresh, fresh content or um, other pieces just need to continually be revved up or, or, you know, A-B testing sort of thing. So, yeah, you do have to have a little bit of a stomach and a little bit of a budget to to hone in on those things. Um, but I just find where the entrepreneurs get frustrated is, you know, they, they may or may not dive into advertising right away. And if unless you have all the steps and you know exactly – the conversions for each step and you know that they're working, you're going to, you can waste a lot of money on advertising. So um, and when you, I, when you say, when you say advertising, you, what do you mean? You mean like online advertising or, you know, billboards? I mean, what do you talk, is that what you mean predominantly is online advertising like Facebook, mostly, LinkedIn, mostly that kind online. of thing? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean the billboards on the roads and that sort of thing, it, that's, it's kind of like a, an ad in a newspaper. You know, you have a certain circulation, but you've got to get a really strong call to action as a phone call or, you know, a landing page or something um, to really see the effectiveness of that. Absolutely. No, thank you for clarifying. And I think, you know, just so everybody knows, what does Empower Me Marketing do all these, I would assume you do all these levels. How do you give us a little overview of how you work with small businesses and depending on what level of growth they're at. Yeah. So um, I guess kind of make an assessment of their business and what they, how they're showing up online and then um, give them that opportunity to either have some training. I'm currently building some courses out myself for some of the people that want to kind of do it themselves. Uh, but then I have that essential package for just like making sure your awareness is, is consistent and um, you're, you're getting your content. Like you are the content creator in the sense of people know you are the expert. So that part of it is really important because it keeps things fresh and it keeps you top of mind. And then the third level is where we build out those core offers. And you know that you have at least one core offer that's systemized, automated, and it's, you know, that's where the, the you know, if you happen to have an online course, that's where you can develop some residual income. And um, this is the stuff that's just really exciting to me as far as understanding what strategies, marketing strategies you have, what this funnel is, and the, the lead gen, the core offer, the information, the credibility, and then the booking um, is all automated so that, you know, I can say, all right, you know what? I just brought you 12 clients this month, or I just bought you 50 clients this month. Because <laughs> they just, it's they all fill out the form. Yeah. Well, that's what we all want, right? We just like, bring the leads to me, baby. But I, I laugh I because know. as you're sitting there talking about systematic, I know I'm going to just kind of do something crazy, but my mind all of a sudden went to the movie Grease, and it was like, you know, it's hydromatic, it's systematic, it's automatic <laughs> from the, the movie Grease. And I went, yeah, that's right. what we all want, and it sounds overwhelming to me, but, you know, you were getting lit up and excited just talking about it, which I love. That's why you do what you do. Um, yeah. I 
you know, can you share just in the couple minutes we have left? I always, I always like to hear a real world example. I mean, do you have like a, without obviously divulging who the client is, but is there, you know, a client experience that you have that just really went magically well with what you proposed to them and, and share some of the results that um, you would with our listeners? Just what was that experience yeah. like? Well, I have a client, and she regularly sends me a blog, and I'll do her newsletter, her social media, and e-newsletter, um, post the blog on the website with pictures and stuff. And we had created this uh, tips booklet for her, for her clientele. And um, I said, well, it's, you know, and she also had a presentation that she did. So I did an A-B testing of the tip booklet and kind of that funnel with the presentation that she gave. It's kind of like a lunch and learn type of presentation. Well, mm-hmm. um, interestingly enough, the tip booklet that we produced, that when people land on that page to get that booklet, it converts at 50%, which is just nice. thrilling to me. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes. Hello. Uh, that got I, my attention. And again, Right. Um, again, I did this with a second client uh, recently. We did kind of a, a COVID survival guide tip booklet. And that one was converting at about 16%. So, you know, when we're getting this kind of high percentage of people converting and you know that, all right, we've got this number of people that we are nurturing. And then from there, you know, typically it's a 1% to 3% of people actually booking a consultation. But, you know, seeing that you've captured those people and they are converting and it's moving, it's like, all right, okay, so how much more can we push people that's in this direction and get them to the page and, you know, get it chugging along. So that's the stuff that's, like, super exciting for me. I love those results because, you know, it, and it is, it's so different in marketing. I know, you know, when I, I was almost laughing when I said the word billboard because I went, oh, uh, yeah, that's kind of old school. But, you know, people, businesses do. And, you know, but from last year, just with COVID, I think every small business owner is looking for new ways to market themselves and to be, I'm going to mm-hmm. use your words, to em- be empowered, right? So I just want, if anybody is interested in reaching you, how do you want to be um, connected. We have a link to your Empower Me Marketing uh, URL on our, our show page, but if anyone wants more information, how do you want them to reach out and find you? Yeah, certainly. Thank you so much. Um, obviously, they can give me a call at 619-888-6743, but also, um, you know, they can look on my profile on LinkedIn for Laura Hendrickson, and send me a note or even um, find me on the Facebook. I've actually got a 100K club, and the goal is to get 100 people to 100K as quickly as possible. So um, that group is is fun, and and I do tips and uh, occasionally come out and do a little Facebook Live to say hi and do Q&A. So, um, yeah, there's three different ways, phone number, LinkedIn, or, you know, Facebook, the 100K Club. I love it. Okay, my final question, and this is going to be the big question. This is how we'll wrap up the show. But give us any one huge tip of how we can be empowered for our own marketing. Just one. We're going to wrap up the show, so inspire us. No no, no pressure or anything. Well, I would <laughs> ask the question, 
when you work with your 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 ideal client, how will they transform by working with you? Oof. I'll say that again. How will they transform by working with you? If you can answer that question succinctly, you know, five to seven words possibly, that will be your elevator pitch, and that is what, what you can start your entire marketing strategy around. That's a cool tip. Bam, drop the mic. Hey, uh, you know, I think you've got so much good stuff in you, and I want to thank you for being our leading lady and, if I can say, empowering us on marketing, right? That's kind of a little fun thing. But seriously, Laura, it's like um, congratulations on the new brand. It's like you are smart as smart can be on marketing and especially for small business owners. So listeners, take note. Reach out to Laura. Um, I know I want to make sure I thank you, Miss Laura, for being our leading lady, and I want to thank you, all of our listeners, for listening in because, you know, we are an international show. I get excited over that for Women Lead Radio, and we are here every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, we are growing and thriving, and you can find us post-show as a podcast on Spotify or iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, the list goes on, but we're on most of the distribution channels and just want to say thank you for listening. So to that I say, go be empowered <laughs> with marketing. I'm having a lot of fun with that word. And I just want to say right. have a great weekend and we will, and thank you, Laura, and we'll see you on the next thank show. You, so thanks Michelle. for listening. Awesome. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.